Hello, Word Nerds. How are you doing? I'm so glad that you have joined me today. As I say pretty much every single time, uh, yes, I hope you're doing well. And uh, go, go, please go tell the people about this show so you have something to talk about uh, when you're having your remote Zoom check-ins with your family and friends. I'm Spencer. That's my name. I am sh- putting on this show for you. Eh, it's not much of a show. It's just a thing where I talk. Yeah, it's a show. Let's just say it's a show. It's a show. There was a song and everything at the beginning. All right, the first word in this episode is, oh, you can pronounce this of so many ways, disyllable, 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 and disyllable. You can emphasize either of the first two syllables in the word disyllable, or you can say die or dis, and you could spell it D-I-S-Y-L. L-A-B-L-E, or you can have two S's next to each other. They're very good friends. They're the twin S's, or just one S. Okay, this word, I'm going to say disyllable, because that's what Spencer likes. This is a noun from 1589, a linguistic form consisting of two syllables, and disyllabic, or disyllabic, that is an adjective. And um, the etymology, it's mean, just two syllables. That's what it means. The Latin disyllabus, which means having two syllables. But I'm not entirely sure what this thing means. What is this? A linguistic form that has two syllables? What is this linguistic form? Is it a word? A word that has two syllables is disyllable? Well, that makes sense. But, but, but is there something else? I, I don't understand. And why... What what context would you need this? What are there so many things that we needed to create a word disyllable? I don't know. Um, if you have strong feelings about what this is, or, or t- want to tell me what might be disyllabic, you can email me dictionarypod at gmail dot com or con- uh, contact me on the social media at dictionarypod. Well, wouldn't you know it, the day has finally come. That was the last of the D-I-S words. That went on for so long, so many days and episodes for the D-I-S section. Uh, I'm not even going to do a count. It was many pages upon pages. And now we are starting the D-I-T section, which... uh, is going to go all the way through this episode and one word in the next episode. So that's a very short section compared to DIS. Some of you care about that sort of thing. Okay, the ooh, 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 wait, 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 ho, hold up, hold up. We gotta do a sound effect. Um, I think we're gonna do, yeah, we're gonna do hoo <laughs> All right, the next word is dit, D-I-T. Noun from 1940, a dot in radio or telegraphic code is a dit. Hmm. Wait, so did they say like 94.7? Is that a, uh, is the dot the point? Is that a dit? Uh, ooh, I think we're going to have to put a link in the show notes for this one. Telegraphic code. Now, this isn't 
Morse code, those are dots and dashes. So this is something different. It's a dit. It's not a dot. It's a dit. Hmm. I feel like I've heard of it. I just can't think of what it is. But dot in the radio code, other than the 94.7, that thing, that kind of thing, where, where else is there a dot in radio code? I don't know. I'm not a radio DJ. I'm a podcaster. It's a totally different thing. <laughs> All right. The next word is ditch. D-I-T-C-H. This is the first form noun from before the 12th century. And no, this is not uh, what some people would say is a dirty word. That one starts with a B, as in boy or banana or bunky door. What's another B word? The Banshee. Just saw that movie, The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh No, this is ditch with a D, as in dog and diarrhea. This ditch is a long, narrow excavation dug in the earth as for drainage. Uh, and this is its very old. I mean, people have been digging ditches for hundreds, probably, I would say, thousands of years. The word ditch didn't get into English until, uh, well, before the 12th century, so... I don't know, around a thousand years ago, 800 to a thousand years ago. Uh, but yes, the idea of a ditch has been around for, I would guess, thousands, tens of thousands of years. Agriculture, people probably want to control the water, yeah, drainage, things like that. So this is from Middle English, which is the same word ditch without a T from Old English. Now, maybe they would say dike. It's D-I-C, and there's a horizontal line over the I, and that means dike or ditch, which is akin to the Middle High German titch or teich, which means pond or dike. So that's what it is. It's a thing to control. You, you dig it in the earth, and you're controlling drainage and water and having a place to put things, and you're controlling nature. This was probably one of the early ways that early humans would f figure out how to control nature in some way. Uh, ditch. Uh, whenever I think of a ditch, I just think of like, there's that, there's the whole phrase of, uh, I was injured, I got hit by a car, and I was left for dead in the ditch. Just the side of the road is the ditch, sometimes. <laughs> the second form of ditch is a trans... Nope. It's a verb from the 14th century, starting with transitive. 1A, to enclose with a ditch. Now, I don't know what this means. You go ditch a thing. How are you enclosing it with a ditch? A ditch is a hole. So how do you, do you dig a ditch and then put a thing in it and then put the dirt on the thing? And that's, you've enclosed it with a, or maybe, what, I don't understand what this is. Maybe this one will help. 1B, to dig a ditch in. And this, of course, I'm going to turn my microphone up a little bit, up to about there. I think that's fine. Maybe a little more? Why not? Um, why, you don't need to know about my microphone volume. So 1B is to dig a ditch in. So this makes sense. You got a patch of land, and you're going to go ditch it, which means you're going to dig a ditch. 
Maybe it's three feet wide by one foot deep or whatever measurements you prefer for your given situation. I still don't understand 1A though. Number two, to make a forced landing of on water and the example of the thing that is landing on the water is an airplane. So I guess uh, I guess you're in an airplane and you're like, um, uh, excuse me, passengers, uh, we are having a little bit of trouble with the engines uh, and the wings and the wheels and the windows and the brakes and everything else, and we need to ditch this plane on water. And then everybody is like, oh my god, you're gonna di- we're going to have to jump out of the plane? You're going to ditch the plane? Uh, no, we are just going to land this plane on water, even though it is not designed to land on water. But don't worry, there are inflatable rafts that will work as slides, and then boats that will come out from the emergency exits, and you will be able to, uh, we will land safely, and you will be able to hang out in this lovely raft in the water. Hopefully, it's not a big body of water, and somebody will come save you soon. But you cannot bring your personal things, uh, because we just don't have the weight. 3A. To get rid of, the synonym is discard, as in, ditch an old car. You don't want it anymore. Somebody else might want it. Maybe you can get a get a donation, get a tax tax refund, tax deduction because you're donated a thing. Uh, you might not get any money for it. You're ditching it, but you should probably ditch it to a person, to a thing, uh, like a dealership, uh, something else, instead of just leaving it in a ditch. Don't ditch a car in a ditch. You know, don't do that. I guess it could be a home for wild animals, and they would like that. But in general, that's not a good idea. 3B. To end association with. This synonym is leave. As in, ditched school. Bye-bye. I'm going to leave you school, because we don't have an association anymore. At least for the rest of the day. Also as in, his girlfriend ditched him. Hoo-hoo. That's rough. She probably had a good reason. Intransitive, number one, to dig a ditch. And two, to crash land at sea. Yep, that's the plane landing on water. Uh, Yeah, I've never been in a plane that crash landed, especially at sea. So I've never heard this word used in that context. It's a new one. (laughs) The next word is ditch digger, one word, noun from 1843, one, one that digs ditches. Number two, one employed at menial and usually hard physical labor. So this one isn't literally digging ditches, it's just that it's a phrase that they use, or it's a word that they use for somebody who's doing something that could be similar to digging ditches, which is hard physical labor and menial, meaning it's kind of, it's repetitive, uh, it's not everybody's favorite task to do, and uh, yeah, so you could be a ditch digger, but doing something else that's not digging a ditch, but still requires 
same mental and physical effort. <laughs> the next word, I'm just here to make myself laugh, really. And if you laugh too, then that makes me happy. The next word is dite. D-I-T-E. Noun from circa 1877. This is a dialect word. It doesn't say where, unfortunately. But the synonyms are might and bit. So might, like the little little insecty type things that might crawl on you and bite you, and then bit. They might you might get a little bit from a bite. No, you might get a little bit from a mite called a dite. It says it's a variation of doit, although I don't know how to uh, pronounce that. D O I T. Let's see, is that over here? Doit, doit. Uh, let's see, do we have a doit? Is there a doit in the house? No, there is not a doit. We have something similar, but I don't think it's related. Huh. So, I mean, this seems probably British, Irish, Scottish, something like that, but I don't know. (laughs) The next word is dither. D-I-T-H-E-R, first form, and you have to give that sort of hard T-H sound, dither, instead of dither. That's not it. It's dither. This first form is an intransitive verb from the 15th century. Number one, the synonyms are shiver and tremble. I'm dithering because I'm cold. Number two, to act nervously or indecisively. This synonym is vacillate. Like you're going back and forth because you just can't decide. What am I going to choose? Am I going to get the cake? Am I going to get the donut? I don't know. I'm dithering on my choices. Ditherer is a noun. (laughs) The next word, second form of dither, noun from 1819. A highly nervous, excited, or agitated state. The synonyms are excitement and confusion. Dithery is an adjective. Uh, I don't think I am usually in a dithery state, a state of ditherness. I don't live in dither. I am sometimes confused, and I have excitement, but not usually. Dither. I, I got nothing else. I don't this this sound has changed so much. <laughs> That's fine. The next word, this is gonna be a fun word to say. It is dithiocarbamate. Dithiocarbamate. D-I-T-H-I-O-C-A-R-B-A-M-A-T-E. Dithiocarbamate. Dithiocarbamate, six syllables. Noun from 1929, any of several sulfur analogs of the carbamates, including some used as fungicides. That means they're going to kill the fungus, and they are sulfur analogs. So is that they're similar to sulfur? I think that might be what it is, or derived from sulfur, possibly. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> the next word is 
Dithyram. D-I-T-H-Y-R-A-M-B. Dithyram. And you can sort of say the B at the end. It's it's pretty subtle. Dithyram. Noun from circa 1647. One, a usually short poem in an inspired, wild, irregular strain. Uh, Maybe we should find an example of a dithyram and put it in the show notes. Short, why inspired in an inspired, wild, irregular strain. I'm not entirely sure what that means, but I think it's fascinating. Two, a statement or writing in an exalted or enthusiastic vein. So something that's very exalted, enthusiastic, wild, irregular, that's a dithyram. Hmm. A dithyrambic is an adjective. Dithyrambically is an adverb. And it just says it's from the Greek word dithyrambos, but it doesn't say what that means. And I really, really would like to know what that means. So maybe we got to do some some uh, Google translating and see if it's going to give us anything interesting. Hmm. That is a good word. The next word is ditransitive. Ditransitive. Adjective from 1972. Able to take both a direct and an indirect object, as in a ditransitive verb. And ditransitive is also a noun. Now, I couldn't give you an example of what a ditransitive verb is, but maybe I will maybe find a list of these online or something and put it in the show notes. Uh, So ditransitive, it can take a direct and indirect object. I mean, I have a general idea like the direct object is the thing that's doing the thing and then there's the indirect one that's the thing is maybe being done to or something and then the verb can go to both maybe i don't know uh but of course the the di prefix means two and so in this context it's it's the two objects the direct object and the indirect object i believe those are the two things we're talking about here now it might not be two at the same time but this type of verb can be connected to both those types of objects. Okay, very good. Good good job, class. <laughs> the next word is dittany. D-I-T-T-A-N-Y. Noun from the 12th century. One, a pink-flowered mint that is native to Crete. And the species name is... Oregonum dictamnus, 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 something like that. And number two, a North American mint having purplish or white flowers. This species name is Cunilla oregonoides. So it's a mint and it is either white, pink, or purpley. Okay, the etymology doesn't say too much, so moving on. <laughs> Ditto. First form. D I T T O. Noun from circa 1639. One. A thing mentioned previously or above. 
and this is used to avoid repeating a word, often symbolized by inverted commas or apostrophes. So if you wrote a thing up top and you don't want to write it again, let's see, I've done this many times. Um, you're saying that uh, maybe you're like writing a little chart or a list and uh, this first, the first row has seven carrots. Uh, maybe this row number one is basket number one. And then basket number two also has seven carrots. And so you could just do two little dashes or two little apostrophes or commas to show that it's the same thing. They, they, they consist the same thing as what was just above. It's ditto. It's again. Um, and then number two is a ditto mark. So this would be the inverted commas, the apostrophes, however you want to make those little lines. Okay, where does this word come from? It is Italian. Ditto, or detto, with an I or an E. It is the plural, uh, no, sorry, it is from the verb dire, which means to say, from the Latin des, uh, desere, and there's more at the word diction. So you're basically, it's just saying a thing again. Say it, you said it once, you're going to say it again, and that is ditto. I didn't know that this was Italian. Ditto, 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 ditto. It's a good word. Well, you know what? We got more to say about ditto because we have <laughs> the second form of ditto, adjective from 1776, having the same characteristics. The synonym is similar, the word similar. So that thing there has characteristics and that other thing is ditto. It has the same characteristics. <laughs> the third form of ditto is an adverb from 1706. As before or aforesaid, also in the same manner. So the first part of that is as before or aforesaid, which is something that was said before. And then there's a colon, and then it says, in the same manner. So it's just the same same type of thing, same as before. Just do it again, say it again, it's a ditto. But that's that's the adverb. <laughs> the fourth form of ditto is a verb from 1725, one, to repeat the action or statement of. Number two, to copy, as printed matter, on a duplicator. And the etymology for that number two, to copy on a duplicator, is from the word ditto with a capital D, which is a trademark. So that looks like it must be some sort of uh, uh, product, a duplicator product called a ditto, or the company was called ditto. Those were all the ditto words. I don't know which one we would use. Like if somebody says something and then you were like, yeah, me too, ditto. Uh, is that adjective? Is that adverb? I think it's adverb, but I'm not, honestly not sure which one it is. That one makes the most sense to me. I don't know. There was that movie, uh, was it Ghost? Was it Ghost where they said they said ditto to each other and that's how she knew that... He was still around. Um, yeah, it's a very kind of silly and cheap and cliche and cheesy, but 
I, I do sometimes say ditto if somebody's like, yep, me, me this thing, and I'm like, yeah, me this thing too, ditto. But now I will say it with an Italian accent, which is hard because there's not much to that word. It's not like you can say ditto forciare. No, it's just ditto. All right, the next word. Diddy. D-I-T-T-Y. Noun from the 14th century. An especially simple and unaffected song. This is my ditty for the ditty word. Don't you love my ditty song? Wait, what did I say? This is my ditty song. No, this, I think I screwed that up. I think I just said this is my ditty for the ditty word. And this has been my ditty song, something. That's it. It's just a very simple, simple song. It is unaffected by anything other than itself. This is from the Anglo-French dite, which means story or song, from the verb diter, which means to compose, from the Latin dictare, which means to dictate or compose. Should we compose another little ditty? I don't know. Should we? I'm singing my ditty, it's a real short song. And it doesn't resolve. But does it? The next word. <laughs> ditty bag. Hmm. Ditty bag. Did we did we come across something like this before? I can't remember. Oh, dilly bag, that's what it was. Ditty bag. Two words. Noun from circa eighteen sixty. A bag used especially by sailors to hold small articles, like needles and thread. It doesn't say where this comes from, so some sailor probably was like, hey, I got these needles and thread in my little bag. Uh, what, what do you call that bag? Oh, I, I call it a ditty bag, because I put my ditties in there. I'm going to sing a little ditty about the ditty bag. Oh, ditty bag, ditty bag, I love you, ditty bag. You hold my needles and thread and other little things. My little ditty bag. That's it. We got we got more though. <laughs> ditty box. Two words. Noun from circa 1880. So about 20 years after ditty bag, we got a ditty box. We've upgraded to a box instead of a bag. It is a box used for the same purpose as a ditty bag. So I guess it's a box used especially by sailors to hold small articles as needles and thread. And then you sing a, sing a little ditty about your ditty box. Ditty box, ditty box, holding little things in my ditty box. All right, we got one more word. It's the second to last D-I-T word. <laughs> it's dits. D-I-T-Z. Noun from 1982, a ditzy person is a ditz. And I'm sorry, but we will hold off on ditzy until the next episode. I, uh, yeah, I've probably been known to be a bit ditzy. I can be a bit spacey and things. Um, ooh, it's going to be hard to pick a word of the episode. So what were the words today? They were disyllable, dit, ditch, Ditch, ditch digger, dite, dither, dither, dithiocarbamate, dithram, ditransitive, dittany, ditto, 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 ditto. 
Did I get them all? Ditto, 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 ditto. Yep. Diddy, diddy bag, diddy box, and dits. Ooh, this is hard. I like dithyram, the short poem. Oh, I like ditto. I like ditty. I like dits. But mm, this is hard. I've gone back and forth on all these words since since first reading them before I recorded. I I I think I might have to go with ditty. I like to sing a little ditty. Um, I I like to do this just when I'm all by myself. When I'm all by myself, I like to sing a ditty. I don't know. My voice is getting kind of raw, so I'm not going to be able to sing very well. But um, but yeah, just in my day, my day. Um, oh, I what do I say? What do I say here? Uh, I like to sing little ditties during my day-to-day life. Something silly happens. And I put a little tune to the words. My cat throws up, and I'm like, Cat throw up is on the floor, cat throw up is on the floor, I'm gonna clean up the cat throw up with some cleaner and some paper towels. That's a little ditty about the cat throw up. See, that's that's the kind of things. I just want to make a whole album of those little ditties that mean nothing, and they're just fun words to fun sounds, and they're like five or ten seconds long that's kind of why i like to do these little songs at the end because it's just an excuse to make up more little ditties but they don't come off as naturally as the ones during the day that are random that's all the dictionary portion of this episode thank you very much for listening to that uh yesterday we watched uh we watched living with Bill Nye. It's a remake of an Akira Kurosawa movie, which I've never seen, and we need to watch it. Uh, but this movie is British. It takes place in the 50s, and it's a uh, it's a very British heartwarming movie, and I recommend it, and I think he's up for an Oscar. And what else? Then we watched Little Miss Sunshine, which we had not seen uh, since it came out 16 years ago. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a very... Uh, kind of heart-wrenching but funny and sweet uh, movie about this sort of dysfunctional family who's all fantastic and uh yeah that's a that's a good one to watch i like it and it's fun and silly like i said and i'm done that's it finishing this episode uh come back again tomorrow and then every day after that for the next 30 years this has been spencer dispensing information goodbye 